Tamworth Country Music 50 50 50 special episodes over 50 weeks leading up to the 50th Tamworth Country Music Festival and Golden Guitar Awards in January 2022. Looking back at how it all began, what makes Tamworth Country Music tick? And looking forward to the next 50 years. Welcome to episode 32. We're joined again by country music historian Max Ellis. Max, we've talked a good deal about the earlier days of country music in Tamworth, but not a lot about the earliest country music performers and recording artists. And there is one individual who really started it all back in the 1940s. Yes, Buddy Bishop was his name. He was the trailblazer as far as Tamworth country music was concerned. Uh, He was born down near Taree in a little village down there where he helped his father and mother on a dairy farm. And when he was about 12 years old, he started to play an old guitar he had. And it wasn't until some years later that he was able to learn to read music, of course. But he started becoming quite an effective singer. They had an old wind-up gramophone, as most dairy farms probably did in those days. And they used to listen to songs by Vernon Delhart and Bradley Kincaid and Jimmy Rogers, of course. Harry Taroni and the Australian guy Vince Courtney. Pretty soon he started writing some songs of his own. In 1942 he was called up in the army and uh, he always had his guitar with him. In 1944, while he was still in the army, he was badly smashed up in a truck accident and it was thought at some time that he might not survive. Anyway, he started... uh, playing guitar a bit more seriously. And on June the 22nd, 1945, after negotiations with 2TM in Tamworth, he was given leave from his unit to come to Tamworth and do his first radio broadcast. And he did a 15-minute session on Saturday from noon till quarter past 12. The announcer on that day was Miss Edith Marshall, Uh, Mrs. Geddes of Gunnedah. The technician was the late Cyril Hunt. Speck Hunt he was known as. And he was a great character at 2DM when I first came. Speck was involved in all sorts of things at 2DM in those days. After he performed for that 15-minute session, they got quite a lot of correspondence from people writing, saying, hey, that's fantastic. That was the first fan letter that Buddy ever received, of course. He got his discharge from the army in 1946 and with his wife Ray, whom he'd married in October that year, they came to Tamworth in 1947. He bought a mix business that he conducted for the next 10 years. Well, country music wasn't very active in those days. TDM had a half-hour session six days a week from noon till half past 12. In fact, TDM, like many stations, wasn't all that keen on country music. The midday show was later cut down to five days a week and a bit later it was cut out completely. He he started writing some songs and getting involved in the local community. He used to travel around with TTM and do shows at some of the surrounding areas. So in those days it was pretty rare even to have the use of a microphone. And so apart from TTM in the town hall, they had a regular PA system 
and a bit later the police boys club got one but could only be used if the caretaker happened to be there to set it up. Bit different from today. In 1948 he wrote a song that became quite famous. It was called When a City Guy Went to the Farm and the song was to be renamed some two years later and called The Farmyard Yodel and it still carries that name today. On the 28th of March, some two weeks after writing the song, he went down to TDM and recorded When the City Guy Went to the Farm, together with another song called When the Roses Bloom in the Garden, he'd also written. And it was cut at 78 RPM on one of the old-style acetate records that the radio stations used in those days for special programs and commercials. Buddy and a lot of other people agree that that was the first country music record ever made in Tamworth in uh, March 1948. And the tech in charge was the late Speck Hunt again, Cyril Hunt. The acetate record, by the way, consisted of a round aluminium disc with a smooth, smooth covering of wax on both sides. Well, although they didn't recognise it at the time, the record was to be the very start of the heritage of country music in Tamworth, and that's 1948, so that's a hell of a long time. The record was the first country music ever made, record ever made in Tamworth, and the song now known as the Farmyard Yodel was the first song that started country music in country music capital. So that was quite a record for Buddy. Later on, Although it was a private recording, there's only one copy was ever made, and that copy, incidentally, is now in ACMF's archive collection. But in 1949, there was a huge leap forward for Buddy when he got an audition to Australia's Amateur Hour, and he was lucky enough to be picked as one of the ten acts to appear. Australia's Amateur Hour was really big time. Joy, McKeon and the McKeon sisters had been through it, very many other artists who are familiar names today had appeared on the Amateur Hour. After he performed that show, he got a lot of engagements before he even left the stage, which included appearances in the Newcastle Stadium and a, a tour of Queensland with the Great Levant, a Bordeaux show, which was pretty good in those days. On that night, 17th of March, 1949, uh, it was announced that Buddy Bishop from Tamworth had topped the pole. So that really kicked his career off in a big way. He received a letter from them saying he was one of the top acts and he would be on a special program in December 1949. And he was also engaged by the ABC to sing the theme for a special documentary radio show about Tamworth called This Town Will Do Me. He cut his first commercial recording on the 20th of January 1950, John Mystery Record Company, thus becoming the first ever recording artist, not in country music, but in any field, to record in Tamworth. And they were actually recorded in Sydney at Pitt Street at the studio there. The producer's name was one Bob Ramjan. One of the recording sessions, the songs recorded were Spitfire the Outlaw, when the roses bloom in the garden, honey be my honey bee, and when the city guy went to the farm or the farmyard yodel. 
He received a flat payment of £10 plus expenses for the recording songs mentioned, so he did pretty well. When the Farmyard Yodel found its way to the general hit parade on radio station 2CA in Canberra, it was a rare feat in those days for an Australian country music artist to get any kind of recognition, much less the honour of having a song made in a hit parade. So uh, he really felt he'd arrived. It's interesting that the night that he uh, was on top of the hit parade, it was demoted by none other than Bing Crosby singing a song called Quicksilver. That was the beginning of Buddy's career. He worked out he was the 16th country music artist to make a commercial recording in Australia and the 11th Australian. There were five who were not Australian-born, Tex Morton, Gil Harris, both who came from New Zealand, with Bob Dyer, of course, and Don Reynolds, and Billy Blinkhorn. After touring extensively, he settled back in Tamworth, and I've got to say he was very active for many years. He later recorded songs for the radio label, and then um, Hadley later on, much later. He travelled widely, worked with Bob Fricker in 518 in Adelaide. He'd received his discharge from the Army in 1946. For many years, he was a personality in Tamworth, known widely, and his famous song, The Farmyard Yodel, has echoes still today in hillbilly music of the early years of country music in Australia. Thank you, Max. Well, as January gets much closer, only about 16 weeks to go now as this episode goes to air, more and more detail is being announced, like the news about a special commemorative festival coin which is in the works. We'll have more about that soon. But social media promotion particularly is now starting to pick up. To tell us more, here is the Country Music Bulletin's Leanne Kirshner. A major outlet to follow is Facebook, and two key pages are the Tamworth Country Music Festival page and Country Music Australia, run by the Country Music Association of Australia. In addition to general updates and information, both are beginning to post special commemorative items. TCMF, for example, is running a series of fascinating images from past festivals, as well as videos of artists talking about special times at the Tamworth Festival, and the CMAA page is highlighting memories of Golden Guitar winners. Here's a sample from the TCMF page. Jasmine Ray and Adam Harvey with some of their favourite memories of the festival. It's a bit cheesy, but my favourite memory has to be the very first time I ever stepped foot on Peel Street and got to see what it was all about. The buskers, the bustling people, the country music everywhere. My favourite memory of the festival would have to be the first time I came up here. I was 16 years old and Mum and Dad drove me up so I could busk on Peel Street. And I couldn't get over the way everyone was so welcoming. And I was a stranger, an outsider, and I thought I'd sort of, I don't know, get a bit of hostility or, hello, here's another one trying to compete for our, our gigs, etc. But everyone just, they welcomed me in. It was like being welcomed into to a family. And uh, it really took me back, and I've never forgotten that. It's the camaraderie with the artists that makes country music so special. And now, from the Country Music Australia page, Troy Cassadaly talks about two of his special moments from the Golden Guitar Awards. When it comes to moments of the Golden Guitar Awards, 
Two of them stand out to me uh, as parts of my life that I won't forget. One of them was being able to sing things I carry around with my wife, Laurel, uh, to be able to show your love for each other on stage and also our love for the music that's been so good to us was really special. The other one was I got a chance to perform Shadows on the Hill and the local Gomoroi dancers came up through the crowd and ended up on stage with myself and Gary Carruthers while the song was being played. And it made me really proud because that song later went on to win a golden guitar that night for Heritage Song of the Year. And it was a, an incredible dedication to my cousin who'd since passed on. So it was an amazing memory and I, I can't watch the actual clip that ABC put on there without having a bit of a tear. So plenty of wonderful materials starting to come online, looking back at special times during the last 49 years, leading up to festival number 50 in January 2022. Those Facebook pages again, Tamworth Country Music Festival and Country Music Australia. Thank you, Leanne. To conclude this episode of Tamworth Country Music 5050, let's go way back to Country Music Capital's very first country music recording artist, Buddy Bishop, with the song that made him a household name in Tamworth's early days, Classic Country, The Farmyard Yodel.
Tamworth Country Music 5050 is produced by the Country Music Bulletin with the support of Tamworth Regional Council. In addition to the broadcast on Capital Country Radio, the program is uploaded as a podcast. You can find a link to the podcast series and more information about country music in Australia by visiting countrymusicbulletin.com.au.